0: The information on this podcast is for educational purposes only and does not contain or constitute and should not be interpreted as any form of medical advice or opinion. You should always seek the advice of your healthcare provider about any questions or concerns that you may have. Hello everyone, my name is Juliana Aiken. I'm the host of the Unfiltered podcast and a co-founder of Unfiltered. Have you ever wondered if a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can become healthy? If you think that it can never become healthy, why do you think that is? Or if you are hoping that a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can become healthy, have you ever asked yourself what conditions or changes would need to happen for this to become true? I wanted to talk about this today because yesterday, one of our community members reached out to me and we had a very insightful discussion over email about trauma-bonded relationships. More specifically, if a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can ever become healthy. So, in this episode, I will share some thoughts about whether a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can ever become healthy. But before jumping right into that, I want to quickly clarify what a trauma bond is for those listeners who might hear this term for the first time. Then I will discuss whether a trauma bonded relationship with a narcissist can become healthy. Sounds good? All right, let's dive right into it. So what is a trauma bond? A trauma bond is a psychological and emotional connection that develops between a person and their abuser particularly if the abused person experiences kindness or affection between episodes of abuse. This can occur in relationships where one party exhibits narcissistic behaviors or has narcissistic personality disorder. Trauma points can form in any relationship where there is a cycle of abuse and intermittent reinforcement and it's not exclusive to relationships involving individuals with narcissistic personality disorder. This can include relationships with individuals with other personality disorders or none at all and in various contexts such as familial, platonic or professional relationships in addition to romantic ones. Okay, great. Now we know what a trauma bond is. So as I mentioned, yesterday I had a fascinating talk with one of our community members about whether a trauma bonded relationship can ever become healthy. My short answer is No. Do you want to hear my long answer? If yes, keep listening. So, as we learned already, a trauma-bonded relationship involves a cycle of abuse where the target experiences kindness and affection between episodes of abuse. Here are six reasons why I think a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can never become healthy. Number one, cycles of abuse. The very foundation in trauma bonded relationships is inherently unhealthy. Why? Because if you remember from the definition, in a trauma bonded relationship, there is a cycle of abuse where the target experiences kindness and affection between episodes of abuse. Abuse. In a healthy relationship, there is no abuse. This first reason is already enough if we want to answer whether a trauma bonded relationship with a narcissist can ever become healthy. But, you know, I, I can keep going. So, the number two reason why I think a trauma bonded relationship with a narcissist can never become healthy is power imbalance. A healthy relationship requires mutual respect between partners. Trauma bonded relationships are inherently unequal. With the abuser exerting control and power over the target. Number three, lack of trust and safety. Trust and safety are cornerstones of a healthy relationship. Trust is repeatedly broken in abusive relationships, and the target often lives in constant fear. Without trust and safety, a healthy relationship is impossible. Number four, no accountability and unwillingness to change. Abusers and narcissists in trauma-bonded relationships lack accountability for their actions and continue their abusive patterns, making it impossible to establish a relationship grounded in mutual respect and kindness. Pathological narcissists lack insight into their behavior and are unwilling to change, as they don't believe anything is wrong with their actions. Number five, manipulation. The abuser uses manipulation to maintain control over the target, and this is inherently damaging and incompatible with a healthy relationship dynamic. Number six, the pathological narcissist's traits. Many traits and behaviors associated with narcissism make healthy relationships challenging. For example, one of the core characteristics of a narcissistic personality disorder is a lack of empathy. Empathy is a core component of healthy mutual relationships. Building a supportive and, and understanding relationship is challenging without genuine empathy. We can also ask ourselves, well, what would have to change What would have to happen for a trauma-bonded relationship to become healthy? As I share these following thoughts, you can reflect on the likelihood of any of these ever occurring in a relationship with a pathological narcissist. So the abuser must acknowledge their abusive behavior sincerely and take full responsibility for their actions without blaming the target. The abuser must demonstrate sustained, genuine change in their behavior, abandoning manipulative and abusive tactics. They must develop and consistently exhibit empathy, respect, and consideration for the target's feelings and well being. The abuser should make amends for the harm they have caused, including recognizing the pain they inflicted. Genuine remorse and a commitment to righting wrongs are crucial. The abuser needs to learn and agree upon healthy boundaries and respect them consistently. This generally doesn't happen with the narcissist. We actually have an article titled 7 ways narcissists respond to the boundaries you set with them. And I will include the link to this article in the podcast notes or you can visit our website unfiltered.net and with two d's and search the article there. Also, the target would need to rebuild their sense of self and empowerment, regaining independence and self-esteem. It is tough to regain independence if you are in the presence of someone who actively attacks your self-esteem and controls your every action. And often, any acts of trying to regain independence will result in a negative reaction from a narcissistic individual. So, even with all these elements in place, when there has been abuse in the past There is also trauma. There is also this quote that I have seen often. You cannot heal in an environment that made you sick. I think it fits here perfectly. So to conclude my long answer, I don't think a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can become healthy due to the deep-seated patterns of behavior and power imbalances involved in trauma-bonded relationships. So... You might be listening and realizing that you might be in a trauma-bonded relationship or perhaps you have already known it for some time. Many people I have talked with and tried to help have also asked me how they know if they want to continue the relationship or if it's just the trauma bond that keeps them quote-unquote motivated to keep the relationship going. Some people, especially people who don't know about narcissism and narcissistic abuse, might think it's weird if an individual doesn't know if they want to continue the relationship or if the trauma bond keeps them going. I just want to acknowledge how normal it actually is to be unsure about stuff like this. And here is why, and I have this opinion because of my own experiences, so you might not relate to this. First of all, the very nature of these relationships and the constant manipulation can erode our self-esteem and our ability to trust our emotions and feelings. And if we have grown up in an abusive or unhealthy environment, maybe we never learned to trust our emotions. Or every time we actually trusted our emotions and acted accordingly, we faced criticism or dismissing behavior or gaslighting. So, I think it's very normal if you are a little bit unsure when it comes to your own emotions and feelings. so the reason I bring this up is because if somebody asks me a question like this, like how do I know if 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 it's a trauma point or if if i if I want to uh continue this relationship, my first question would be, "Well, what is your intuition saying If you ask that question from yourself, what does your gut say?" What feelings come up when you ask that question? What is your initial emotional reaction? But since we might not trust our initial emotional reactions anymore because of the manipulative uh, environment and especially if there has been a lot of gaslighting going on, I totally get why it might be hard to just trust your gut, you know? So yeah, I understand how tough this can be. And... I have prepared some self-reflective questions for you that can help you to overcome this. But before I jump into those questions, I just want to say one thing first. And let's just acknowledge that having a thought like, I'm not sure if the trauma pond keeps me going or if I genuinely want to keep trying in this relationship. This is actually a very positive thing. Let me explain why and I will explain it by telling a quick story. Last, last week, during our live Q&A session, the therapist leading the session said, I can see a general theme among, among all of these questions. They are all focused on the toxic individual. Perhaps even a better question we could ask ourselves is, are we avoiding something within ourselves by obsessing about the narcissist or the unhealthy relationship? What if we shifted all our questions about the narcissist and started to ask questions about ourselves? Are we afraid of what we might find? Or maybe we are afraid that we won't find anything. So let's look at the thought. I am not sure if the trauma pond keeps me going or if I genuinely want to keep trying in this relationship. We can keep asking questions about the trauma pond Like, can it ever become healthy with a narcissist? And notice how this is the part that relates to the narcissist and the unhealthy relationship. Or we can listen to the therapist's advice and look at the other part of the thought, which was, do I genuinely want to keep trying in this relationship? Perhaps, deep down, you knew already that a trauma-bonded relationship with the narcissist would not become healthy but you want to focus on it because it's less painful than asking tough questions from yourself. But the reason why having a thought like I'm not sure if the trauma bond keeps me going or or if I genuinely want to keep trying in this relationship is positive because it already contains an element that encourages us to self-reflect. It is there in your thoughts, but you might be just dodging it. This is very understandable, and I can say that I am myself a master at pushing down thoughts that might force me to face the difficult reality. Trust me, I am very good at this. But what I have noticed, and perhaps you can relate to this, these thoughts, they will keep coming to the surface until we address them. So let's try to face them together, shall we? So instead of asking ourselves if a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can ever become healthy, here are six questions that you can ask yourself instead. Number one, does the relationship bring more pain and fear than joy and fulfillment? A healthy relationship should make you feel supported, valued and loved, not anxious and trapped. Number two, can you be your true self? In the relationship? 3. What are your reasons for staying in the relationship? Are they healthy? 4. Is the relationship characterized by mutual respect, trust, support, and shared values? 5. Is there equality in the relationship with both partners having an equal say? Six, is the relationship enhancing or diminishing your well-being? Consider your mental, emotional, and physical health and whether they are nurtured or compromised in the relationship. Whew these were some tough questions. And I just want to say that feeling pressured to make immediate decisions about the relationship, especially one that may be unhealthy or abusive, can heighten anxiety and stress. If immediate safety isn't a concern and the pressure isn't due to immediate risk or harm, you can always give yourself time to carefully consider your options and feelings without rushing into a decision. This is your decision. You can move forward with your pace and direction. Even if it feels overwhelming now, with time, support and reflection, it will become clearer what the right choice is for your well-being and future. And if you are listening to this, you are doing amazing already. You are educating yourself. The first step to solving any problem is to become aware of the problem. Through education, we can become aware of unhealthy dynamics in our relationships. So, in this episode, we learned what a trauma bond is and whether a trauma-bonded relationship with a narcissist can ever become healthy. I gave you six reasons why a trauma-bonded relationship can never become healthy. We also reflected on what-ifs. What if it was possible for a trauma-bonded relationship to become healthy? What would have to change? As we noticed, all the points I gave here are extremely unlikely to happen, and even if they did, It doesn't erase the trauma and abuse that has already happened. Lastly, I challenged you to ask some questions from yourself. These questions might be incredibly difficult to face and answer and you don't have to have answers right away. Simply being aware of these questions is fantastic. I hope this was helpful and thank you so much for listening. And before I end this episode, for those who don't know already, Joining our community is entirely free and when you are a member you can always email me your questions and I will do my best to answer them and support you. As a member of our community you will also get access to our live Q&A sessions with therapists and every week we send our members new courses and inspiring and reflective journaling prompts. You can find the link to join our community in the podcast notes. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to connect with you in the next episode. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and share the episode with your friends and family. Have a wonderful rest of your day and see you in the next episode.